This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job first. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, with your host, John Rush. All right. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Thank you for joining us. Larry Barron's joining us now, as I said he would be earlier. Power of the Future. Larry, welcome back. How are you? Oh, I'm so good, John. I assume everyone's getting ready for the game tonight. Uh, I think a lot of folks are. I saw an uh, email that went out a couple of days ago that if you're going to go tailgating there today, you, because of traffic and so on being a Thursday night, you needed to be there at 1 o'clock this afternoon. I'm sure the fans don't mind at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they well, most of them probably had the day work. off work and yeah, had no problem going. <laughs> You're doing the show from the tailgate, aren't you, John? Uh, I, I wish we were, but no, I'm we are actually <laughs> in studio. That would that would have been awesome actually, Larry, but you know, uh no, we're here and I don't you know, no, don't mind it. In fact those are I believe it or not, I actually had tickets to the game. I, I went ahead and gave them to one of our great sponsors and hope they're having a great time tonight, so I did not have the ability to go tonight. Working hard and so other people can have fun. Good man. That's all right. Nothing wrong with that. All right. Speaking of working hard, uh, Joe Biden's running around the world working hard trying to round up oil from Venezuela. He he absolutely is. You know, he's hat in hand around the world. I mean, we all saw the the fist bump with the pariah of Saudi Arabia. And now there's rumors that uh, it's not rumors. It's been reported in the Wall Street Journal that he is sending envoys to uh, Venezuela so that American oil companies can maybe start doing some work there. And so Joe Biden is more than happy with oil coming out of the ground, as long as it comes out of the ground in Saudi Arabia, Venezuela, Russia, uh, even Ukraine. But he is not happy with it here in the United States because his political special interests uh, won't let him be happy with it. Yeah, he has NIMBY written everywhere, not in my backyard. Well, absolutely. And let's just be honest, those green groups who I'm I'm sure are listening right now, where is your outrage? If every, you know, part of the fossil fuel extraction process is repugnant to you, why aren't you protesting Joe Biden and his asking of Venezuela? Why aren't you taking him to task over Saudi Arabia? Maybe, let me just venture a guess here, maybe it's just because you're only looking for political power in the United States, no matter how much it hurts our families. Yep. I I think you are... 100% 100% correct. And I said this in the last hour, Larry, that to your point, the ones that it hurts the most, and this is what you, I just, I find it so absurd and actually I'm angered at this. These particular individuals that you're talking about care nothing about people at all because the people that get hurt the most by what's going on right now are those that are the most, you know, the, the disenfranchised, those that are lowest income, the single mom that's trying to raise a couple of kids. I mean, these are the individuals that get hurt the most, which tells you these people care nothing about them. Yeah, absolutely. And I know you and I have talked 
a lot about EVs in the past, but with the rhetoric that's come out of Washington over the last almost two years, I think we could put aside the fact that that party, who has always claimed to care about the poor, uh, cares about the poor. They, the average EV owner is one hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. Yep. They have their own home. Like yep. if you live in an apartment, it's hard to plug in that EV. If you're living in an apartment, if you're living in student housing, you're living in government housing. Everyone who needs a help up or a hand up that Joe Biden, you know, says he wants to get to them, I guess they have sixty six k to spend on a new car and a sweet house in which to plug it in and charge it. And that's what he's demanding because yep. of what he's doing to gas prices. I mean, we're on, I think, uh, we're approaching a full week when they've gone up every single day again. Yep. Uh, OPEC just did what they did. And rest assured, they their timing is not uh, an accident. They waited until our Strategic Petroleum Reserve was down to levels not seen since 1984, and then they decided now do it. That's how much push, yep. that's how much they're worried about Joe Biden. Right. They're like, he begged us to do more, and we'll cut when it hurts him the most. Back to the EV thing, Larry, I watched a video the other night of a, <laughs> excuse me, young mom, and, and you know, I have no idea what the income level is, but this was a younger mom, had a uh, baby in the car seat, mm-hmm. was not allowed, to your point, was not allowed to charge her EV any longer at the apartment complex that she lives in. So she went to a place in town where, you know, she was sort of making fun. She's like, yeah, these charging stations are supposed to be everywhere. In her particular town, smaller town, I didn't say, she didn't say exactly where, but she went to every charging station in town. They were broken. They were not able to be, you know, in use, blah, blah, blah. So she said, you know, I'm going to have to go to the town over. So she gets to the town Mm -hmm. over. And, of course, same thing happens all over again. Where there's supposed to be charge stations, they're there or they're inoperable, or they don't work. So she ended up going to a place where she could get the quote-unquote fast charge. But, of course, because she didn't have the right adapter for her car mm-hmm. to the fast <laughs> charge, she was not able to do that. She had no idea how she was going to get home. She had seven miles of charge left, and she was 11 miles from home. Yeah, I imagine just replace your, your car with your cell phone and assume you can't charge it at your house and be like, okay, I need to find a charging station. There's not that many. Do I go to the Apple charging station? Do I go to the Android charging station? Right. Because only one type of plug is going to work in my phone. It's the same thing it with is. our electric vehicles. Yeah, it's, and if, yeah, and for those that don't know, yeah. and you know, again, I'm an EV owner, so I know some of these things, Larry, but it's not mm-hmm. universal. It's There's Tesla and there's everyone else. And if you're trying to go back and forth, you have to have expensive adapters. And they are. I've looked up the prices. They're expensive. If you want to go back and forth, you can do that in some cases. And by the way, I own one. And I'm not. I'm still not clear, Larry, on where I can actually go to do fast charging. Can I use a Tesla station? Can I not? It's very, very confusing. And I'm in that world, Larry. So imagine somebody that's not getting into it brand new trying to do all of this. Yeah, uh, you're absolutely right. And, you know, I, I mean, and the, the proponents of it will say, well, we just need more charging stations. Once we just have more, I mean, we've done it with gas stations. You know what? I just saw a, a commercial, I mean, news story of the Wall Street Journal did on the Ford F-150 Lightning. Yep. And they are bragging that if you get the right charger in the right place, to your point, it will only take, wait for it, 41 minutes to fill up. And that is their their you know their home run for science 41 minutes to, to fill up and so even if you had just as many electric charging stations as you do uh, gas stations right now you're going to have someone standing at the pump so to speak for at least 41 minutes and yep. that's if the electric grid can hold it and so you know george uh, joe biden is forcing us 
force feeding us down this road yep. when he knows that we are not ready for it. And and by the way, you know, I'm sure the senators from Colorado voted for the Inflation Reduction Act, weak reduction. And there's 369 billion. Have they said how much of that's coming to Colorado yet? Or is it just kind of pie in the sky abstract right now? I, I think it's pie in the money. you know you know Larry, it's just pie in the sky abstract at this point. Exactly. And, and and I again, you know me, I am not against EVs themselves. It's it's not the car's fault that they're getting either good press or bad press. The car is the car, and I'm one of those. I'm a car guy. I believe every car mm-hmm. has a purpose. It suits a need. And people need to buy that car to suit the need that they have. If they think they can get by with an EV, great. If you're buying an EV to save the planet, don't. First of all, it doesn't need save. Second of all, it's not going to save the planet. So you got to make sure you buy cars for the right reasons, Larry. My fear with EVs is there's going to be a lot of people buying them that don't understand everything I just said, and they're going to be very disappointed at the end of the day. Yeah, you know, and it's it's pretty funny because I hear from green groups a lot, and they say, boy, you must hate it when the new windmills go up, or you must hate it when a new solar farm goes up. You must hate it every time someone buys an EV. And I'm like, I, I don't. It's like, you know, you're, you're bragging on that someone bought new Coke, and all I'm saying is new Coke isn't going to work. You know, it, it is something that is not going to work in the long run, and the more exposure it gets, the more people are going right. to see that. They're going to see That's higher right. bills. They're going to see it doesn't fit their lifestyle, unless it's in very unique circumstances. And to your point, you know, it, it fits in some cases, and a lot of cases it doesn't, but yet you're being forced to do it which is what i you you know larry you and i both that's what i'm 1000 percent against if they work and the free market says they want them great so be it on the same token don't force them down our throats and i think by the way this is what the ceo of toyota which who by the way is a car guy and i gotta i gotta give the guy you know kudos and respect where it's due he's coming along and basically saying as a car guy that you know what they do have a place and we're going to go ahead and do some r&d for some of them but we're not going to convert our entire fleet over like a lot of these other soft suits out there in the auto industry are doing we're not going to play that game we're going to do what we think the market wants and needs and they're going to do about oh probably a 25 percent to 75 percent yeah, and and they're going to see if that works, and they'll just That's right. It, it, it is, it is a, the, the renewable energy and the EVs, you know, we're told from Washington constantly, this is the wave of the future. They're so in demand that we have to spend record billions of dollars to get people to maybe even adopt them. And we've been doing it for over 10 years now. That's right. We've been spending billions and billions and billions of taxpayer dollars of your money right. to get us there, and it just has not been adopted to the point where anyone wants. And you know what? I'll, I'll get a little tinfoil hat, but for the folks in Colorado, it's really not because this happened to them. How many of you have nest connected thermostats that the utility there in Colorado uh, arrested and wouldn't let you change. That's right. We talked now, about I actually talked about that at the at the very end of last hour, Larry, and why that happened yep. and the fact that if I were I mean, I would have never given them access to my I wouldn't have taken the bait. I never would have taken a free thermostat so they can actually take control over it. I would never do that ever. Nothing nothing is free enough for me to do that. Yeah, but uh, imagine what happens when you have a Wi Fi connected car. That's right. That needs and your gas station is right. in your garage if you're lucky enough to have a garage. And maybe you tweet something wrong. Maybe there's there's all kinds of ways. I mean, Gavin Newsom didn't want his residents using their uh, charging their electric vehicles between four and nine p.m. So maybe they just turn it off. Here they send a message to your car and says, "Sorry, can't charge right Correct. now." So not only do you have to, they force you to buy it. They tell you when you can charge right. it. That's right. Which limits how you can drive it. You're exactly right. No, and, and by the way, f- w- well said, Larry. As always, always welcome to join us. How do folks find you, Larry? 
Uh, they can send all their hate emails to Larry at PowerTheFuture.com. John, I always love talking with you. Thank you so Appreciate much. Appreciate it so much. Always a great time, Larry. Appreciate it very much. Have a great evening. Up next, Geno's Auto Service. Speaking of cars, get your car in. Get it maintained. Make it last as long as you possibly can. That's how you save money in the end. It's Geno'sAutoService.com, and Geno's is with a J. Geno's Auto Service in Littleton is the place for all of your car care and vehicle maintenance needs. For over 39 years, Geno's has been serving customers along the front range. It won't be long before the cold weather returns, and now is a good time to make sure your vehicles are serviced and in good condition for fall. Geno's will prepare your car with a belt and hose check for cracks and make sure your fluid levels are correct. How long has it been since you've had your oil changed? Geno's can check to see that your heater is working properly. Remember that any maintenance or repair work on your vehicle comes with a NAPA Peace of Mind warranty, covering parts and labor for 36 months or 36,000 miles. To make your life simpler, Geno's offers loaner vehicles so you can drop your car off and pick up when ready. Give us a call or go online to schedule an appointment. Geno's is AAA approved and located at Bowles and Platte Canyon. Don't forget to check out all of Geno's Google reviews. Stop in or visit us online at genosautoservice.com. That's Geno's with a J. Veteran Windows and Doors. Call Dave today, the owner of Veteran Windows and Doors. He'll come out. He'll instruct you, by the way, not sell you, but instruct you on what he can do for you and how he can save you money this winter. And, by the way, make you feel more comfortable in your own home. 303-529-0720. At Veteran Windows and Doors, you're paying for a quality upgrade to your home. Unlike the big companies, when you're paying a premium for their marketing and advertising, Veteran Windows and Doors work with you and for you. They believe that homeowners should make insightful decisions rather than being pressured into deciding on the spot. They educate their customers along the way, providing a one-on-one experience throughout the process. You're paying to upgrade your home, so work with the company that will make sure you're satisfied. Veteran Windows and Doors has qualified, licensed, and insured installation teams at every job, guaranteeing consistent, high-quality work throughout your partnership together. Call Veteran Windows and Doors today and pay up to half the cost that you would with another company. Get 35% off when you mention KLZ Radio for the month of October only. 303-529-0720. That's 303-529-0720. Or visit klzradio.com slash windows. I'm John Rush, host of several shows here at KLZ. Most of you have heard me talk about the cabin I lost in the Troublesome Fire up in Granby in October of 2020. But what most of you don't know is that it was insured through GIA, Group Insurance Analysts. Losing a home or anything near and dear to you is traumatic enough. The last thing any of us need is to fight with an insurance company to be made whole again. GIA not only helped me find the right insurance for a mountain property on the front side, they were with me through the entire claim. They even called to check on us prior to the fire as we all watched the news and knew it was getting close to our property. I can't say enough about how GIA and David Anderson helped us through this major life event. Losing your home is stressful in and of itself. Trust me, I can tell you that. But you can relieve some of that stress with the right company by your side. So for all your insurance needs, call GIA today at 303-423-0162. And if you have a mountain property, ask for David Anderson as he is their mountain home expert. Group insurance analysts. Find them at klzradio.com. Don't make this another missed opportunity. Stop spinning your wheels by working yourself to death while just trying to keep your business from sinking. Stop ignoring your options and take help from John Rush. He doesn't want to work with you to see your business just survive. With a free 30-minute consultation, 
John will give you an overview of how you can make your business thrive, even through something like a recession. You know you've been looking the other way and that you needed help a long time ago. John isn't here to judge you. He's here to help you succeed. Get off Dead Center and choose more for your business and for yourself. Email John Rush now at john at rushtoreason.com. Again, that's john at rushtoreason.com. This is Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. All right, we are back. Craig in Wheat Ridge, what's going on? Hey, John. Um, I, I think, I don't know that anybody's mentioned Venezuela is part of OPEC. So what is to be gained by him going to Venezuela when they, they've said, they've already made a statement saying that they are going to cut back production? Good question. You know, I, ne- I really have never thought about it that way. I, I'm guessing, though, part of it is we've got sanctions on them that don't allow our companies to even extract some of the oil that they have the capability of producing. But to your point, even if they, even if they produced more, would we get a hold of it or not? Yeah, I mean, they've already, you know, he went to Saudi Arabia, and basically the, the prince told him, you know, take a hike. And they realize he has made his own bed, now he has to sleep in it. Right. He, you know, we are more dependent on foreign countries for more oil now, and they, knowing this, can increase their profits by reducing their production, and they're going to stick it to us at the pump. Mm-hmm. When all the while, all he would have to do is get production going here in the U.S. Correct. And we could tell them, you know, it. the old saying, you can't please everybody all the time, you know, he... You know, when he went in front of that little girl and says, you know, back east and said, you know, I'm going to get rid of oil and gas, you know, but yet he realizes that we have to have gasoline right now or that the country would just crumble. We will all. Here's the thing that I don't think even well, the left understands this. A total greenie maybe doesn't understand this, Craig, because they're so demented and mentally ill that they really probably don't grasp what I'm going to say. We will always need oil, especially in our lifetime, because until something else is substituted for it in the manufacturing of all the goods we use outside of driving cars, I mean, all the different things that we use day-to-day that require plastics, the clothing that we wear, I mean, on and on and on we go. Not, not just the energy use that, you know, let's say we went total nuclear, we had all the power we needed, we had all EVs and so on. You still need oil for the basic production of goods on a daily basis, period. Well, there used to be a commercial, and I haven't seen it for a while, <clears throat> where they showed, here's your life without oil. You had no tires on your yeah, car. Yeah, we're cavemen. You no shoes on your feet. You have no make. The women have no makeup. Um, yeah, we're, we're living clothing. back in the medieval times, Craig, literally. I mean, that, that's what no oil means. Get inside your car and see how much of your, inside of your car is plastic, unfortunately. But, you know, Craig, Craig let's go wait. one step further. No oil, no toilets. I mean, I'm getting down to the basics of what we like to have as Americans, but literally, we have no infrastructure, we have no toilets, we have no electricity, we have no ability to build the things that we need day-to-day to to have the modern life we have, which, by the way, a total greenie would be fine having us go back to caveman days, because they don't care. Well, you know, their whole agenda is to force us all into electric cars, and, you know, now you have New York State, the governor there, and, and the California governor both saying, yeah, after 2035, we're only going to sell Which, again, cars. Craig, that, you know, if, if that's what they want, 
So be it. Problem is, what they don't un- again. I think they do understand this. They just don't want to. They don't want to admit it. You can't even do that without oil. We have to have oil to even make that happen. Well, you know, again, they, they use the fear mongering that if we don't, you know, not necessarily reduce our use of oil and gas, just that oil and gas is bad. That, that's. That's the impression they give everybody. They do. They're, we're all going to die. We're all going to die from global warming if we don't stop using oil and gas. Period. Right. And they're and they're total knuckleheads. It's a lie. It's not true. We're not going to run out. There's been study after study proving that oil continues to replenish itself. It is actually, Craig. If you really want to get down to it, it is the most renewable energy source we've ever had on planet Earth. We take it for granted. We we badmouth it. To your point, we we demonize it on a regular basis. Yet it's the biggest friend we've ever had. Well, they, didn't they say back in the seventies during the first? Uh, yeah, gas uh, peak oil, we yeah, the oil. peak oil, peak oil, peak oil. It never, it, it didn't happen because there's no such thing. It doesn't exist. Right. And I think I had somebody try telling me, "Well, we're eventually going to run out of oil." That's no, we're not. You know, you know, I've heard <laughs> to the contrary that the the Earth is still manufacturing correct. oil. Correct, it is internally. You're because correct. Because we have a live, the the Earth is a is an organic thing. It's it's alive. We have a heated core. Yep. You know, we have the, right. the tectonic plates. You know, it, it's not a. It's not like the moon where it's just a, a dead rock. Right. Right. You know, great. Great are, point, Craig. Are, no, great point. We are, are. We are as far as we've t- learned up to this point, and I believe we are the only living planet in the entire universe. They keep looking. They keep keep looking for life forms on other planets. They keep trying to figure out. You know, where is this alien life form out there? It hasn't been found yet. By the way, Craig, because it doesn't exist. Right. Period. Right. And I know there's a lot of folks out there, even some, some Christians probably, that would argue with me on what I just said, but the reality is, no. There are no other universes. There are no other life forms. We're it. This is how we were created. End of story. Move on. And by well, the way, stop wasting to... time looking for it, as far as I'm concerned. Right. I just wanted to get that fact out there that as he goes to Venezuela— Again, being an OPEC country, Good I think they're just going to turn him down. You know? <laughs> you know, that's a great point. In fact, as I didn't think about that. If they produce more, at the end of the day, does it really matter? Because they're in the same pack that the other, what, 14 countries? Was there 15 countries of OPEC? So what, is there another 14 countries? I mean, they're just a part of that, that group anyway. So at the end of the day, how does that benefit us? Well, they're all going to be bound by the same Correct. Agreement. You know, they're, they're not, one of them is... Venezuela is not going to say, "Well, hey, we we've got a chance to make some money here selling to the U.S." Sorry, guys, we're not going to you know go along with your your little plan there to restrict uh, uh, production. So, yeah, yeah, I, there, I yeah. There, I was right. There's maybe. fifteen fifteen member countries, and they're one of them. Right. So, so they decide yeah. to produce more. What do the other fourteen do? I mean, bottom line, total, they're going to produce combined X amount of oil per day. Right. So how does you know, going they're, they're, to them? You, you got a great point, Craig. How does going to them change anything? Well, they're they're part of a pack. I mean, right. they're they're not they're not going to step outside the, you know, the bounds of, of their agreement. I mean, that it, and it only makes them more money if they can increase, you know, increase the demand, and and you know, and we're again, unfortunately, we're going to be the people that pay the yes, you know, pay the piper. At yes, the, at the you're pump. right. 
You're right. Yeah. You're correct. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and, and, and again, as I said earlier, what, what they really continue to prove over and over and over again is they don't care anything about the disenfranchised. They don't care about that single mom that's struggling to pay the bills. They don't care about that elderly individual that you know, is living on Social Security and, and you know, needs, needs a vehicle for transportation for medical reasons or whatever. Bottom line, Craig, they don't care, period. Nope, unfortunately not. They prove it every single day. Great point. Craig, thanks, as always. I appreciate it very much, and he is spot on. Going to Venezuela at the end of the day, even if they increase production, doesn't do anything for us. Craig, thank you for that tip. I I really hadn't thought through that thoroughly, and I'm glad you did, so thank you for doing so. Extreme Auto Repair is coming up next. Speaking of vehicles, again, Cooper tires are at their cost. By the way, tires are made from oil. Everything we use, by the way, has some sort of an oil component to it. Whether it's the manufacturing of or the item itself, we have to have oil, and that includes your vehicle. Make sure your vehicle is in top working order, saving money at the same time. That's what Extreme Auto Repair can do for you. 303-841-1071. Go with your gut. You know when an estimate from a mechanic doesn't feel right. Maybe they're telling you to fix a bunch of stuff you didn't even know was broken. Maybe their prices seem surprisingly high. The team at Extreme Auto Repair in Parker will give you a second opinion for free so you know what's reasonable and what's not. They can typically beat the prices of their competitors, but they won't hold it against you if you decide to go back to the first guy. Either way, you have the peace of mind. The team at Extreme Auto Repair wants to keep you safe and help your vehicle last longer, but they never want to pressure you into repairs that you don't really need. So with every estimate, the team at Extreme Auto Repair will give you a priority list, showing you all of your recommended maintenance items in order, from most to least important. That way, you decide what you want to take care of now and what can wait until later. Free second opinions at klzradio.com slash extreme. Promises kept. Absolute electrical heating and air. Folks, make sure that your home is working like it should. They've got a great uh, furnace tune-up special right now. Give them a call. Find out how that works and what they can do for you. klzradio.com. Adding surge protection can save you thousands of dollars on replacing or repairing your most expensive electronics, which are usually appliances. Saving your home from a damaging electrical surge starts with calling Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. They only sell products that their master electricians believe in, installed by trained professionals. Your home will be protected on three levels, by the surge protection, insurance protection for connected equipment, and a warranty on top of that, starting at a minimum of five years in damage coverage. Their technicians prioritize communicating and educating you so you can better understand your home. That way, you know how you can be proactive about other risks. Defending your home from the threat of electrical spikes begins with contacting Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Preserve your electrical equipment in your home so that it lasts for years to come by visiting klzradio.com slash absolute or call 720-526-0231. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, and along with your HVAC system, make sure your plumbing works the same way, that you're up to speed and everything is maintained and working well. High Five can do that for you. It's High Five Plumbing, 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. Experts need physical eyes on the problem, but you'd like to know how much it's going to cost before you commit to one plumber, especially when it's a big fix. High Five Plumbing gives you FaceTime digitally with High Five Live because to give you an honest quote, ethical plumbers need to see the problem. With High Five Live, you get the real price without waiting around all day. 
Your session tells you what needs to be done faster than seeing an in-person plumber. That way, you get the chance to talk to a master plumber before they dispatch anyone to your location. Get your estimate while avoiding any unnecessary wait times and substantial dispatch fees. For a limited time, KLZ listeners get a free tub of pipe clearing BioClean with the completion of any service. Schedule your appointment service fee free by mentioning KLZ through High Five at HighFivePlumbing.com for an estimate from a real plumber. That's HighFivePlumbing.com. You can also call 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. That's 877-934-4445. Now, back to Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, we are back. Scott Garlis joining us now from Stansbury Research. Scott, how are you today, sir? Hey, John, I'm well. How are you? I'm doing good. It hasn't been, it's been a couple of weeks, I should say, since we've uh, talked, so it's uh, good to get back and get on it here and uh, you know, just talk about the markets, the economy, and what's going on. And jobs right now is what we'll start off with. Is there any good news as far as that goes? Uh, it, it depends on how you look at it. So um, we recently had the job openings and labor turnover survey. It came out from the U.S. Census Bureau. Okay. Um, that number was a little over $10 million. So you could look at that and say, hey, this number is still really high because it's, it's well above the pre-pandemic level. Uh, the downside of that is it fell off about a million, by about a million jobs versus a month ago. Okay. Um, so, so what that tells me is companies are really worried about what's going on economically, and they're canceling job openings because they don't want to hire anybody right now. So they're freezing some of their, which we've seen, they're freezing some of their hiring. So instead of having 11, 11 and a half million jobs open, we only have 10 now. Yes. And so what's also interesting about this data, um, I should point out, is this data lags by about a month, too. So this is August data. This is not September data. Gotcha. Um, so, so this data is a little slow. And so why this is interesting to me, like looking at it sort of economically and everything going on, we're start, we've been hearing all these stories, and we've, we've talked about a bunch about this, and now we're starting to see the hard data that, that takes a little while to show up. is starting to show up, and it's starting to show signs of this. Now, if we look for a more recent number that's, I think, a bit more telling, this morning we got Challenger and Gray put out their job cut announcements. Um, that data is for September. Uh, what Challenger and Gray told us is that job cut announcements jumped 67% in September versus a year ago. And that's after having jumped by, I want to say it was like 33% in June and 30% in July. So that's a really big pickup in, in job cut announcements. Um, again, so with that, wait, really quick, make, make sure I'm following you. So what that's saying is that it's two times as high as it was previous in companies that are going to cut staffing. Yeah, yeah. And we're talking about two times on a percentage basis. Okay. Uh, the growth, it's, so in July or June, it was like 33% versus 2021. June it dropped to thirty percent growth, and now it jumped to sixty-seven percent okay. growth. Gotcha. So we have we've seen a lot more companies are talking about not just sort of not hiring, but firing people now. Well, and so, you know, Charlie sent me an article before we went on air today talking about what Amazon is is saying, and Amazon creates 
you know, all sorts of jobs, uh, you know, around the globe, actually, but here in America, especially. And that also transfers into what some of the other tech companies are doing. And basically, not only Amazon, but Alphabet, Facebook and others are essentially saying, hey, guys, uh, you know, you better be you better be buckled down. We're going to cut expense accounts. We're going to cut the way we're doing certain things when it comes to reimbursements. Uh, You know, you guys need to tighten your belt. We are. You need to be doing the same thing. And by the way, we're not hiring anymore. Totally. So that shows up in the form of, to your point, things like rental cars, uh, plane trips for people people doing business travel. Um, yeah, I mean, think about other things like you bring up Alphabet and uh, Meta, you know, uh, Amazon too, Microsoft and Apple are involved here now too, advertising. Yeah. You know, if companies are going to start cutting uh, spending for whatever because they want to hang on to more money, they're not going to advertise as much. Correct. And so that sort of accelerates these things. And so these these really big tech companies that they've made a bundle of money off of advertising, they're probably going to see some of that shrink. And to your point, that's a feedback loop on the rest of the economy. So we've been talking about all these signs of economic growth slowing. To me, when you start seeing data like this, this is saying, hey, it, it's, it's really happening. It's going to start to accelerate. Okay, so what is the, what, had, how does the Fed view all of this? Because I know Australia is doing some things differently than we are. Uh, uh, you know, are we, yeah. first, I guess, first off, first off, explain what Australia is doing. Yeah, okay. So the Reserve Bank of Australia, um, you know, they're one of the, the big major global central banks. They had their latest policy announcement beginning this week. I believe it was Tuesday. Uh, so what they did was they dialed back the pace of rate hikes. They had, I believe it was, they had risen rates by like 50 basis points or, or 0.5% from four meetings in a row. This would have been the fifth. They only went a 25 basis points or 0.25%. Okay. But since April, they, they've gone from interest rates of 0.1%. They're now at 2.6%. They have been the second most aggressive major central bank behind the Federal Reserve. Okay. But when Australia did this, what they said was the global economic picture is becoming much more uncertain. And so they're they're worried about what's going on. So they're like, you know what? We need to dial it back a bit. We need to take a better look at how all of our rate hikes are starting to affect the Australian economy. Hmm. Now, the Fed, the Fed has been saying all along, hey, when we start hiking rates, it takes six to eight months for this to show up. So we have to be careful at some point to step back and observe the impact of the economy and make sure we don't go too far. Well, based on the job stuff we just talked about, the Fed has told us it's trying to slow down housing and it's trying to slow down the job market and bring the supply-demand picture back into balance. The jobs numbers we're starting to see, they're telling us, you know, supply in the jobs market is going to start picking up because people are going to be out of work. Okay. Yeah, we've been, been talking about this too, but we're seeing a housing market that's it's very much slowing down, it, certainly in terms of prices. So the Fed is running the risk now of you know rates have gone from basically zero percent to three and a quarter percent between March and September. So what that's six months, seven months. Um, the Fed is talking about raising by another point a quarter before the end of the year. The Fed is is running the risk of going too far. Yep, I agree. Do you think you, they understand that at this point, or will they go ahead and just do it anyways? I, I hope they understand that, you know. But hope is never, never the way to be. Um, right. 
they, they have to be getting a sense of that, right? The Fed keeps saying, look, we want to see a, a sustainable trend build here. So we're starting to get three months of this type of data. That's not really a sustainable trend yet. You want to see it go on longer. What all of the Fed governors are telling us right now is they're, they're dead set on going to four and a quarter percent, uh, you know, 4.5 percent by the end of this year. One of them today, Charles Evans, he's a Chicago Fed president, um, and this is what they got it for, but he said, you know, probably want to be the four, four and three quarters by March before we slow down or before we before we step back and take a pause from hiking raising. And I, I'm one that says that's too much, too fast. I, I would agree with you. I think they're I think they need to slow it, slow it down. I mean, I, I a lot of people right now, Wall Street expects and what the Fed's guiding for is. Uh, three quarters of a point, uh, or 75 basis points at the upcoming meeting in November. Um, you know, I would argue that 50 basis points or 0.5% is probably the better move. Maybe even a, you know, 25 basis points. Or none. Um, or, or none, yeah. But if you're gonna, if you're gonna keep raising, you know, to, to keep going at three quarters of a percent for four meetings in a row. That's, that's a lot. That's really aggressive. Yes. It's a lot. So we, we saw, you know, well, another interesting thing that uh, we saw earlier this week as well, it began a couple weeks ago, uh, the, the U.K. government, uh, they came out and said they're dealing with runaway inflation. We think we have it bad. These guys have it worse. Um, one of their new plans was their chancellor of the exchequer is what he's called. Um, he came out and said they're going to cut taxes. And the market freaked out. The pound got destroyed. Uh, basically, what the market looked at that and said was, "You guys have overspent. You spent all. You wasted all these bullets. After we didn't waste the bullets, but you used your bullets after the pandemic, and you probably stayed there too long. And if you spend more, you're going to make inflation worse, which means interest rates are going to have to go up a whole lot more. Um, and so, UK stocks, global stocks." basically got hit for like two and a half. They sold off like two and a half, three percent that day because of that. And the market was sending the message that more stimulus and more spending is not what we need. The UK government, after a bunch of back and forth, the Bank of England came out and defended things the next day. UK government came out this past weekend and said, we're, we're making a U-turn and we're rethinking our plans. Hmm. So, so, what the market's trying to tell governments everywhere, and they have to send this message to somebody like the UK government, is you know if we stand by and vote with our feet and we don't we don't react to this and, and let this go on, that we're telling every other government in the world it's okay if they spend more to try to dig their way out of this when that isn't the answer to the problem. Hmm. Right now, I noticed too, and I haven't checked this for a few days. Because for a while, we were about one USD to one euro. Right now, today, we're at one USD to 1.02 euros. I don't think in, 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 in my memory, Scott, I can never remember you being able to buy more euros with one dollar. Usually, it's the other way around. It's, it's, yeah, yeah it's, uh, that's right. It's about 98 cents uh, per euro right now. So uh, the last time this was the case, I want to say was around the year 2000, maybe further, but it, it's it been, uh, let's take a look really quickly. Yeah, back in 2000, we dipped down as low as 89 cents. Okay. 
it's, uh, but it's, it's, so it's been, been over 20 years. Time. Yes. And so if you're thinking about the stock market and investing, one way you look at the euro versus a dollar is the euro is typically a sign of comfort with risk. If the euro is going up, investors or, or Wall Street investors, hedge funds, mutual funds, they have a comfort factor with risk. When the euro is cratering, that's telling you they're not comfortable what's going on uh, mm. from a risk perspective. Mm. Because they're flying, they're flying into the dollar because it's a safety asset. Because the U.S. US sovereign bonds are basically considered the safest investment in the world. I mean, during the financial crisis, mm-hmm. the, the European Central Bank was in danger of breaking, uh, except for the Fed stepped in and backed them up. So right now, with the U- with the euro doing what it's doing, that's telling you that Wall Street's worried about the global economy and they're worried about risk at the moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which you think and, you would think the Fed would be paying attention to that as well. But I, I again, I keep saying this, Scott, over and over again. I'm not sure these knuckleheads pay attention to anything. They're dead set on doing what they think they need to do. You know, come hell or high water, doesn't matter to them. It certainly seems that way. And what they're what they're really doing by making the dollar stronger like this is they're they're basically exporting the problem everywhere else because yeah. they're crushing every other economy mm-hmm. because they're weakening their, their currencies and it, it's it's really starting to show up. So something we've seen in the last couple of days is all these other global central banks, their currency reserves are being depleted lately in, in the biggest way in, in, geez, in decades because these guys are spending all this money trying to defend their currencies from, from getting crushed. Mm. And the one thing that could really happen to back that down is the Fed backs off. Hmm, interesting. Okay, so what do people do right now in their own worlds to help protect against all this? You know, what what, what should they be looking at? Yeah. So again, I would would tell people I would be very cautious. I would, right now, I would look at defensive assets. Um, you know, things like a Coca Cola, uh, you know, Merck, uh, Shearing Plow. I would look at healthcare names because even in bad times, people still need to go to the doctor. People still need to buy medicine. Um, you know, healthcare services are going to do well. Utilities typically do well. Um, and again, like Coca-Cola, the reason I bring that up is because people are going to drink Cokes good times and bad. But McDonald's, McDonald's is sort of a, True. it's going to be looked at as value. Uh, people, you know, McDonald's meals are cheap on a relative basis. So basic industry companies like that, that have been around for a long time, they generate tons of cash. Hershey chocolate is another one. People mm-hmm. are still going to eat chocolate. Think about those types of things that you use every day, and those are the companies that are going to do well in this type of environment. When it comes to, you know, and I know we talk cars a lot, and I've been seeing all sorts of predictions out there, you know, the used car market is going to crash and blah, 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 which, by the way, is not true. They're still not making enough new cars to meet demand. There's, you know, I read a story last week where there's 40,000 not 400 or 4,000, but 40,000 F-150s parked down at a racetrack in Kentucky because they can't finish them. That's billions of dollars of inventory. Uh, again, Scott, I come back to you know car companies and the fact they can't build enough new cars is still keeping used car prices up. We just had a big, huge hurricane, which takes out a certain amount of inventory on top of that as well. So the bottom line is you know, the used car market is still going to be strong. The new car market is going to struggle because they can't produce enough. Do people invest in the car maxes of the world? You know, that that is one I have stayed away from because of 
I, I just haven't. You know, I've been watching the Mannheim index. The Mannheim yeah. index has been been coming down. But to your point, the, the uh, hurricane changes things a bit in Florida. Um, yeah, you know what? I, I don't see that CarMax is unless we all of a sudden see all these auto chips come out onto the market, which could happen. But the problem with auto chips right now is so auto chips are considered low end because they're not high margin. That's like right. Graphics. Chip. That's right. So nobody's been building auto chips. They, and so what they have to do is they have to, I mean, they've been building it, but not to the extent that they're needed. So they'd have to go in, retool their manufacturing facilities to start building auto chips and then start cranking them out. That takes time. Um, so, yeah, I would, my only fear with this would be that uh, I, I would be more interested in the auto parts guys still. Okay. Because if the economy really tanks, people are going to try to make their cars mm-hmm. last longer. Yeah, good. No, I, I agree with mean, that. Yeah. It do- doesn't mean that they won't still buy used cars. And it, it certainly, you know, if the economy is going to tank, they're going to be a lot more cautious on buying a new car. Very true. Than they are on a used, used Very car. Very true. So, yeah, if, if you want to invest in that space, I would think yeah, you want to look at the used car market and you want to look at the auto parts market. So I think oh. those are your best. And for those of you listening, that would be like Genuine Parts Company, which is Napa, uh, AutoZone, yep. Advanced Auto Parts, and so on. Is, yeah, it's, I can't remember. Is O'Reilly Automotive? Well, O'Reilly is still there, too. So is the top four. Yes, there you go. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, I'm trying to think uh, who is beyond CarMax. I'm trying to look. Well, there's uh, Carvana. There's Penske, too, which does new and used. I mean, you look at any of those groups. And, by the way, Penske, I don't know what they've been like. But if there's any new car guys that will be okay, uh, given the fact of who runs that company, they will be. Yeah, I think it maybe AutoNation might be another one. AutoNation's another one, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I would, would. Yeah, and those guys have all those companies have been around for a long time. Uh, typically, you know, they're, they're run by good management teams who understand that business. Correct. They, they Correct. And they make money. Yeah. You know, regard, they they've figured out how to make money, good times and bad. That's exactly right. Yeah, great point, Scott. As always, how do folks find you, sir? Sure, stansberryinvestor.com. Um, come check out our, our free content. Come, come check out our paid content with our Apple guys. Awesome. Scott, as always, appreciate you, sir, very much. Oh, man, thanks so much. Have, for have a great night. I appreciate it. And, yeah, folks, again, I, none of this, by the way, is what I would consider to be direct financial uh, advice. In fact, we're going to move things around here. Charlie, let's do Golden Eagle Financial next. If you've got any questions on any of this, please do not take my word for it. I am not a financial advisor. Golden Eagle Financial, Al Smith is. He's mine. He can be yours as well. I am not a day trader. We'll never be a day trader. It's not what I do. I do other things instead. You guys know that. But when it comes to this end of things, you still need to have some retirement, have things planned out, have a plan. If you don't, you need one. Al can help you with all of that. KLZRadio.com, 303-744-1128. While you can't avoid every risk, You can create a plan to make losses less likely with Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial. As you approach retirement, you are less tolerant of market risk because you can't afford to lose money to market volatility. When you reach retirement, you no longer have income to replace what you may lose. Your nest egg is your income because you are no longer employed and usually don't have a consistent cash flow. When you have concerns about the safety of your nest egg due to market volatility, Al Smith and Golden Eagle Financial can help you with strategies that will minimize your risk. In or near retirement, you no longer have the time you did when you were younger to replace what you may lose due to market volatility. Protect the investment of your time and preserve your money with retirement planning from Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial. 
Connect with Al today at klzradio.com slash money, or you can call Al at 303-744-1128. That's 303-744-1128. Advisory services offered through Foundation Investment Advisors, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Flashing back, Kevin Flash, any legal questions at all, give Kevin a call, whether that be something involved with insurance, you were involved in an accident, uh, anything along those lines at all, business dealings, you name it, Kevin can help, 303-806-8886. Get relief from Flashing Back. You just got in an accident, so you call the police. You make sure you get a thorough record of the scene. Then after the initial adrenaline wears off, your mind starts to swirl with all the things you need to do. Insurance claims, car repairs, doctor visits, medical bills, on top of the physical pain you're in. Flesh and Beck will give you relief from the financial stress so that you can focus on healing. Call Flesh and Beck immediately after your accident for a free consultation. Then you can rest while they talk to your insurance company. Personal injury attorney Kevin Flesh will relieve your burden of financial worries. All you need to do is call him right now. 303-806-8886. Call Kevin Flesh immediately after your accident and get relief from the financial stress of an injury. Flesh and Beck Law. They get results. All right. Those of you that have businesses and have computer networks, which most do, you have somebody that works on those. Could be somebody internally, could be yourself, could be a company. Depending upon how that works and how well it gets done, you may need some help. In fact, the IT company you have now, you might hate. Call Denver IT Security if that's the case. DenverITSecurity.com slash KLZ or 720-593-6688. You want to secure your business from cyber threats, but you don't want to make things more complicated for your employees. Memorizing more passwords, connecting to VPNs, learning new software, and disrupting their normal workflows, all of these can reduce your employees' productivity. Regain efficiency and enable your staff to do their work securely. The team at Denver ID Security can increase your business's security and improve employee productivity at the same time. Using the latest technologies, employees can connect securely from anywhere, planes, hotels, coffee shops, or home without effort. Passwords that don't need to be remembered. Connections that automatically secure themselves and safer browsing will enable employees to focus on their job, not technology. To learn more about how your business can run more securely and efficiently, contact John Kanata at DenverITSecurity.com slash KLZ to schedule a free initial consultation. That's DenverITSecurity.com slash KLZ. Solar energy, solar energy Partners, where you can buy your future energy at today's prices. That's essentially what you're doing with solar panels on your roof. And Alan can explain how that works, the rebates and so on that are all there, and how that works for you. No out-of-pocket expense for you as a homeowner. 303-378-7537. When you pay your power bill, 1% of the money is used to hire people whose jobs are to increase your power bill. Never see another rate increase from Big Energy again when you invest with solar energy for your home with Alan Davis of Solar Energy Partners. Getting you a return for your solar investment is Alan's main priority. You may even receive a negative bill from the energy company, meaning they pay you. Alan's primary concern is saving you money with solar. Enjoy consistent rates, a 30% federal tax credit, and increased market value on your home. Alan only sells what he believes will give you a great financial return. The unprecedented rate increases are only going to continue. Locking in a lower rate now means that no matter what the government lets big energy do, you'll still pay the same rate or less for your energy. 
Don't pay them to raise the rates on you. Make an investment with your power. Now, make your investment today by contacting Alan at klzradio.com slash sun or by calling 303-378-7537. As independent brokers, GIA Insurance can help you shop the market so that you get the right coverage at the right price. Whether it is your home, auto, classic car, or liability insurance, GIA has got you covered. Call 303-423-0162, extension 100, or go online to e-gia.com. It's time to leave your safe space. This is Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. And we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. And Charlie just reminded me of something that... I won't spend a lot of time on this because, frankly, I don't want to give too much credit here and really get into it. But Biden had to drop the F-bomb when he was in Florida speaking to some of the folks there affected by Hurricane Ian. And the F-bomb was nobody Fs with Biden. And, of course, all the liberals think that's great. They're calling him now Dark Biden. Dark, but like Darth, you know, I guess like Darth Vader. I don't know where they're coming up with that. But Dark Biden has now come to our rescue as a country. No, he hasn't. But I will say this. I said it yesterday. said it the day before. I'm not sure everybody believes me. Joe Biden has a lot more power inside the Democrat Party than I think any conservative have, has ever given him credit for. Yes, I'm saying that. We'll see if I'm right as time goes by, but I will tell you that I'm going to say something else that a lot of folks may not agree with. He has more power than Hillary Clinton has. I will go as far as to say this. He's pulling the strings inside the Democrat Party right now currently. You might think he's sleepy old Joe, and yes, there's times where he's got some thought losses and so on. Bottom line, though, he's still running things in the Democrat Party. And watch out, because you know what? He's as evil as evil is. I'll close with that. Have a great night, guys. Don't forget the first hour plays next. Myself and Steve House talking about all things COVID and everything related medically. Have a great evening. This is Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Thank you.